Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shedd. I am a writer for the Viking Age as well as Bring Me the News and Zone Coverage. He is Adam Patrick. He is the managing editor of the Viking Age. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. If you miss us, you can listen to us on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you enjoy the show, like, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode adam normally i am not a man who you know has a lot of small talk before the show and everything else but um i am here with a heavy heart as Sami Zayn turned his back on the bloodline and got completely destroyed for a good five minutes at the end of the royal rumble on uh saturday night so are you as distraught as i am about the status of the bloodline right now or are you just ready to see sammy beat the hell out of the greatest training camp Viking of all time, Roland Reigns. I mean, I'm pretty pumped. I just uh, just still think about that that pop after that chair shot. It's probably one of the loudest I've heard after like something in, in ring happened. Um, there haven't been a lot like that. Usually it's like a big return, gets a pop or a surprise run in or something like that. But in ring, like that's that's got to be one of the biggest, biggest pop. Um I've ever heard in my life watching professional wrestling. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what they got planned next. Cause they could go a lot of different directions. They can, there's, you know, cause, cause Jay left the ring and that there's all that thing. Now he's, he's been on Instagram and stuff saying he's done and, you know, run it back with his, his storyline with Roman. And then, you know, you, you can do Sami Zayn, obviously. And then you got Cody too, who won the rumble, obviously he gets a, a title shot. So there's, there's a lot, lot going on. And this is, uh, this is, it's WrestleMania season. I mean, this is, if you're a pro wrestling fan, uh, one who likes WWE, um, yeah. you know, this is, this is the best time of the year. Like Royal Rumble is like, it's probably like the Thanksgiving for the football season. Like it kicks off pretty much everything into to full gear and then you get into whatever's next and then, and then WrestleMania. Um, uh, but I would say, I, I know a lot of people like didn't like the, the rumble or whatever. Um, cause it, it just wasn't really like eventful or surprising or anything. I thought it was fine. And I, overall I enjoyed like most of the show. I think it was, it was pretty good. Well put together. 
It was a five. Uh, it was a four and a half hour show. Yeah. And I was pretty invested for about four hours of it. Um, like you said, I mean, a lot of people want shock factor at the Royal Rumble, but this was just yeah. very well booked. Um, even like with Cody Rhodes coming out at 30, coming off the injury when they had announced it and everything, I kind of like rolled my eyes, but mm-hmm. he got the piss beat out of him by Gunther mm-hmm. uh, for a good 10 minutes before he finally threw him out. <laughs> which uh, Gunther was freaking awesome in that match as well, too, lasting a full hour and 10 minutes. Women's Rumble, I saw a lot of people didn't really like it. I don't think it picked up until Asuka got in, and yeah. I think it was number 17, and she had the murder clown thing, and then things kind of started to get going from there. Um, overall, I mean, I don't really have too many complaints. I'm excited to see what happens tonight on Raw. I'm excited yeah. to see uh, maybe we have some old timers come back for a little bit of glory at WrestleMania. And uh, speaking of which uh, Tom Brady is a free agent (laughs) and that is exactly where we are going to start. Uh, Interesting report over the weekend as uh, the NFL analysis networks, Kenneth tape teep. I don't know. I don't know, but it's T E A P E. So uh, if I'm mispronouncing your name, I apologize. Quote, an anonymous NFL executive believes that the Vikings are a dark horse to sign Tom Brady this offseason. Let's start with this. This report is probably BS. Um, <laughs> it's, not even, know, it's, it's not even really a report. That was like more like speculation. Too. Yeah, I, I don't know who the it's NFL reckless. analysis network is. I don't know who this guy is. And when you go to hashtag sources, usually... Uh, it's a bunch of stuff, but this is the off season. Uh, the Vikings are no longer playing. So we do stuff like this now and we just speculate recklessly. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a complete long shot. Call me crazy, but I don't think like this is no, you have Kirk and Kirk's the guy and they said he's the guy and everything else. I don't think it's complete 0.0 chance that Tom Brady doesn't sign here. What odds do you place? on Tom Brady being the Vikings quarterback in 2023? Uh, right now, because there's no, like, real concrete, probably put it probably 20% or below. Um, just the Would 20, you go just as high as 20%? Just because he's going to be a free agent. And okay. basically any team that probably has a chance or, a, a, you know, some decent offensive weapons has a chance probably at, at maybe convincing him. Um, but I want to ask you a question. Do you know where Browerville minnesota is is that in the southeast corner yeah uh, or is it brownville minnesota it's i Did don't know you? but Brow- browerville is like 130 miles i guess outside of minneapolis it's like a small 800 town 800 people town um that's where tom brady's mom is from hmm. and uh that's where he spent multiple summers in his childhood in minnesota uh he was asked during you know he, he played in the super bowl at u.s bank stadium against the eagles and he was asked like leading up to that in, in, in a press conference you know like about coming back to minnesota and this is what he said quote i love coming back here i've got a lot of family here it's a great state it's pretty unbelievable to actually be playing here okay that right there you cannot rule out you know tom brady come back to minnesota add in you know, I don't want to like try and focus on this because it's probably like sore subject, but like he just got divorced. Um, so he's not like probably attached to be in one specific area or one team. Like he's not going to move to one place because his kids or his wife are there. Um, maybe his kids because he likes his kids. Probably he probably likes his ex-wife, too. But, um, you know, can't you see Tom Brady ending his career? 
going to where, you know, his mom's hometown, his mom, who he like adores, going there, winning a, the first ever Super Bowl for the franchise that his mom grew up watching. Like, can't you just, like see that storyline just like playing out? And aside from that, he's still good. Like people are ragging on him for for playing poorly this year. You can attribute that to poor play calling. The Bucks just fired their offensive coordinator. You can attribute that to all the injuries that they had on the offensive side of the ball. They definitely didn't, you know, Mike Evans was maybe like the only guy that was around the whole year. You know, the other wide receiver, Chris Godwin, was coming off of what, a torn ACL or Achilles or something like that. He wasn't 100%. Leonard Fournette wasn't the same guy. They had like five different centers and a bunch of injured offensive linemen. They didn't have Gronk this year. So like you go to a place like Minnesota where you can throw to Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, keep, you know, Dalvin Cook can catch 70 passes out of the backfield. Um, that seems, and you can play indoors. The Vikings have, I believe, I want to say 11 games indoors next season. Like there's a lot that Tom Brady would probably like playing in Minnesota and like his past connections make me think like it's an actual possibility. Now there is a lot they have to do. You have to figure out a way to get rid of Kirk Cousins because you don't want to have Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady on the same roster because that just wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, But, you know, Brock Purdy just suffered a what completely tore his UCL. And uh, that's, I guess, like a six month recovery time, which means he'll be recovered in time for training camp or whatever. Then, of course, the 49ers have Trey Lance. You know, what what are their plans? Do they want to trade for someone like Kirk Cousins, who's more reliable as far as health wise? Uh, does somebody else want to trade for Kirk Cousins? Does Kirk Cousins even want to be traded? Like, what if the Vikings go up to Kirk and like, this is going to be your last year here. So if you want to be traded to somebody and try and get a longer contract, then we can help you do that. If not, this is going to be your last year here, no matter what. So maybe if like they tell him that he'll be like, oh, maybe maybe I want to get traded to like a place like the Niners or something. But yeah, Tom Brady, it's it's it sounds insane that Tom Brady would play for the Vikings. I fully agree with anyone who says that, but it's not out of the question at all. Yeah, he'll be 46 next year. So if we're talking about the place where quarterbacks die, this would be like the extreme example. For sure. <laughs> um, but his stats last year, 4,694 yards, 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, let, let, let's think about that. Let's, why would the Vikings want time? Cause like some people are legitimately asking that. Why would the Vikings want Tom Brady? He's old. He's not that we've said it before on this show, or I've at least said it. If Kirk cousins had the season that he had at age 25, I would be jacked. I'd be like yeah. long-term quarterback of the future. Sign me up. He looks great. You know, just had one bad play. He's going to be 35 week one mm -hmm. and a, that fourth and eight, that fourth and eight play is just going to stick with me. I know some people are saying, well, it's the, just line one was, play. the line was bad and, you know, the play call was bad and Justin Jefferson was double teamed. The quote by Cousins where he said, I wasn't comfortable throwing to Justin Jefferson. Yeah. No, no. In the that, playoffs. It, On the last gonna, play. If you and, miss and it, he, you go home. And, and, and what's bizarre is like he's done. He did it several times during the season, mm -hmm. like the Buffalo game. Mm -hmm. Probably shouldn't have thrown to Justin Jefferson. What happened? He made a one-handed catch, wrestling it away from a wide receiver. So if the Vikings, and, and let's put ourselves in Quasi Adolfo Mensa's shoes, who, by the way, back in, what was that interview? July? I think he had the interview in June. It was published in July. But he said, you know, you're looking for Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady. And he yep. said, how do you get Tom Brady? Yep. Well, you could just sign him. Yep. Because he's a free agent right now. 
And from a Viking standpoint, you know, we're all sitting here and we're talking about how they're going to burn it down like a Madden rebuild. They're going to trade everybody for all the picks and they're going to replenish their defense and everything else. It doesn't work that way in the NFL. So what's probably going to happen is that they're going to get rid of some people. Probably like Eric Kendricks. Maybe they'll get rid of Adam Thielen. Maybe they'll get rid of some of these other guys. And they'll keep some others. And you have to figure out, okay, we lost some guys. How are we better without Eric Kendricks or Adam Thielen or whoever? And the best way to get better is to find an upgrade at quarterback. And, and, you know, I, I mean, the other thing about this whole burn it down type thing is that they have to go to ownership and they have to be like, Hey, I know we just won 13 games, but I'd really like to tank and get a you know high draft pick in 2024. Nobody's going to like that. Not even including Justin Jefferson, who some people no. think that if they're going to draft a uh, quarterback in this year's draft, he's going to demand a trade and he's going to go nuclear and everything no. else. <laughs> no, no. So you know how you do that? You say, all right, is Tom Brady interested? You give him a call because the Vikings have done this before with Kirk Cousins. Before he signed here in 2018, they called Drew Brees first. Yep. 2020, I believe Rick Spielman wanted to trade Kirk Cousins. Yep. Ownership said no. Last offseason, there were rumblings about a trade. Said they called the Panthers. Said they talked to the Panthers. Colts. Panthers. And ownership said no. So if you go to ownership and you go, all right, we'd like to get rid of Kirk Cousins. And Z goes, wait, wait, wait. hang on. <laughs> Tom Brady is interested. Tom, Tom Brady. That Tom Brady? Okay, yeah, yeah. Do, do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll say do it. And here are the two outcomes that you'll have with Tom Brady. You either become an NFC contender and you enhance the hell out of your offense. Because yeah. Tom Brady's on your team. He's probably going to go, okay, we don't have uh, guards. Let me call up some guys here. Hey, right. I would. Right. I mean, remember what happened with Russell Gage last offseason? He was going to re-sign with Atlanta and Tom Brady all of a sudden is on his phone like, hey, kind of want you in Tampa Bay. He literally ran to Tampa Bay to sign that contract. <laughs> You will have that all over free agency. Well, you're going to make it. Well, I'm playing with Tom Brady. Let's go get a Super Bowl ring. You are going to have things like that everywhere. On and defense, too. Guys on will, defense guys want to play. Yeah. yeah you, you are more because right now the Vikings aren't an attractive, you know, free agent destination. They got a couple of guys last year, Harrison Phillips and Zadarius Smith, but Zadarius Smith came here because his body is starting to get fried, even yeah. though he was phenomenal for the first eight games last season. So I look at this. And I go, and plus if you're Tom Brady too, like look at the other options that he has. You go to Vegas, right? You have Devontae Adams there. And what? Josh McDaniels. And they they were trying to get rid of uh, like Darren Waller. And um, who's the receiver that they have? The other one. That's not Devontae. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of him. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. It's not Um, a lot going on there. I don't think they have a very good offensive line. Um, No. Yeah. And there's there's that familiarity. I'll just point this out. And you have to go into the AFC if you do that. Which, and listen, yeah. Kevin O'Connell has a relationship with Tom Brady. They used to be teammates. So right. like there's that connection too. There's a lot of there's a lot of connections between the Vikings and 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 Tom Brady. It still is is insane at this point. It's still a ridiculous idea at this point. Nothing has been reported or anything. It's just like throwing it out there and we don't know. Obviously, things with Kirk Cousins have to be moved in a different direction first. Um and I mean, I don't think the Niners expected Brock Purdy to get a six-month injury yesterday, and that's kind of throw, throwing everything in the whack for them as far as like, oh, shoot, do we even want to trade Trey Lance now? Um, so, like, they got to figure things out. But, yeah, like you said, like, who, where is Tom Brady going to go? Like, he, okay, he could sign 
back with the Bucks, I guess. But it sounds like he's not a big fan of the way things went with Todd Bowles running the ship uh, last year, which is kind of funny because it feels like he kind of uh, pushed Bruce Arians out the door. Um, yeah. But Bruce Arians is kind of like kind of a, a Mike Zimmer type where he's like, I don't really care who you are. If you're like Michael Jordan or whatever, I, I this is my team. I'm going to run it the way I want to. Um, but yeah, and Tom Brady brings that like so much more than just on the field too. Like you mentioned, like the recruiting aspect, like guys want to play with it, like just, and they don't care how much they get paid. They're like, I have a better chance of going and winning a ring just because Tom Brady is on the roster than I do going, you know, almost anywhere else. Um, and you know, you get guys cheap like that and he can make your team better and he can help some of the younger players. He can help Justin Jefferson get better. Like that's insane as well. Like, and what happened the last time Tom Brady had like a receiver with Justin Jefferson's abilities when he had, this was, this was like 10 years ago, but when he got Randy Moss, they destroyed everybody. They, they went you know, undefeated. They, Randy Moss had like 23 touchdowns. Like, so him, him getting all those, those weapons and everything. Yeah. He might not be the quarterback that he was, but he's also, he also makes up for it with his smarts. And here's some numbers for you. Um, Everyone's like, oh, some people, not everyone. Let's not say everyone. Some people are like, you know, I, well, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins because he he was better. Kirk, you know, Tom Brady wasn't as good last year at a down year. Well, let, let's go over some of the, the rankings of these these quarterbacks from uh, 2022. Like some of the the more, you know, the DVOAs, the ones that people are like, these are the ones that kind of tell us actual things. You know, all the stuff we heard about when the Vikings are frauds. This is the stuff that was referred to. Tom Brady's DVOA ranking last year. Eighth, Kirk Cousins, 17th. Tom Brady's EPA ranking last year, ninth. Kirk Cousins, tenth, and uh, Tom Brady's QBR ranking last year, eighteenth, and Kirk Cousins, twenty third. So, I mean, you get you either you get the same level of talent, but then you get that added uh, thing in the locker room. You get the recruitment. You know, there's a lot more intangibles that come along with Tom Brady. I would assume he would be cheaper than Kirk Cousins because Tom Brady doesn't care about the money. He might oh, hold on. He might need a little bit more now of all the, well, all the crypto stuff that he was uh, getting involved <laughs> in. But um, I don't think money, he's said in the past, like money isn't the driving factor for him. Winning is. Um, but, you know, and he's, he could also retire too. So um, we'll see where all this plays out. But yeah, I just, it's not a crazy idea. Like it sounded, it sounded first, even me, I was like a dark horse. Wait, who? So what? And then I like dove deeper into it, found the stuff out about like his mom and stuff and like him spending time in Minnesota. He says, he even says like he's part Minnesotan. So like, you never know. Is he part Minnesotan know. like Carlos Correa is or is he oh, maybe, part maybe, Minnesotan? Maybe. Does he like Juicy Lucy's in the state fair? Maybe, maybe. What's his thoughts on Dior? <laughs> I. What do you think? What, what, what do you want? If if they had to choose between Kirk Cousins and, and Tom Brady, would you? Is that a, is that a hard choice for you? Tom Brady. Okay. Like I said, you either okay. Like here's the thing. There's two outcomes here. I don't know. Did I mention this? There's two outcomes. Either you're an NFC contender or it's natural tank city. Everybody sucks, yeah. and you get a high yeah. draft pick in 2024. Yeah. Like if you go ahead and do that, I mean Justin Jefferson's probably going to sit there and be like, okay, yeah, we sucked, but. You tried. You got yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Now go try and find a quarterback in the draft. Because as much as I want to see him do it this year, I don't think they have the draft capital to do it. Right. Like, I don't think they're going to sit there and they're going to get all these high picks for all their guys. And I also find it weird. The people that you mentioned that are kind of like, well, no, like, yeah, Kirk, Kirk, you know, whatever. It's like, it's like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. It is. It, it, 
It's a hundred percent because it's just like, well, Kirk, Kirk never gets hurt and Kirk always puts up good stats and that that's good. Like I saw a tweet and I won't name the guy because mainly I don't want to give him attention, but he said, you know, what if Dante Culpepper was, he was never, you know, slayed after the NFC championship line. Yeah. Cause it was his first season starting. <laughs> he was literally like 23 years old. Everybody's like, hell yeah, that went great. Let's do it again. Like yeah. Kirk cousins. We've seen this. We have five years of evidence. We're just like one playoff win. And, and everybody's like, well, it's the defense. Well, it's this, it's, it's that. It's, 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 it's You can't fix that unless you get, Three straight 2015 classes like the Vikings did where they got Eric Hendricks, Neil Hunter, Stefan Diggs, and uh, Trey Waynes as a starter. Like <laughs> you are basically hoping that you hit that every damn year while you have a $35 million quarterback on your roster who doesn't elevate a damn thing. And people, and like, you know, people, it, 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 it's almost, I hate using this word, but it's almost pathetic because I was watching the game yesterday. I was watching Joe Burrow and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I started thinking about Kirk a little bit, and I'm just like, people want a quarterback like Joe Burrow so bad. As soon as like those pictures with Kirk and the chains came on, it was like, oh my God, look at him. He's in the locker room and Kirk O'Chains and everything else. And, and the whole thing was Kirk was kind of like, huh, I'm not really comfortable with this. Like uh, this that that's not him. I mean, he's got a sense of humor. Obviously yeah. we saw it this year, but I, I mean it, it, you know, at some point you just kind of have to be like, all right, the guy's guy kind of is what he is. I mean, Justin and, Jefferson said it in the past already. Like he asked like about swag and stuff like yes. that. Like, he's like Joe Burrow has has it. Like <laughs> yeah, more than more than Kirk clearly. Yeah, more than most of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, and I, I mean, probably, yeah. Kirk. If they want to run Mac with Kirk Cousins next year, I'm not going to be upset. Right. Like it's not like I like putting for sale signs in front of his house or anything like that. Like it's Friday Night Lights. I mean, I just it's you know you can do better and like eventually you know it's it's almost like matt ryan where it's just like no 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 we're fine like we still have matt ryan where we're holding on to this i mean we haven't even seen it with kirk throughout his career i mean most of the players on this team they get you know grandfathered in every year because they were on the 2017 team but i mean it's i don't know i guess speaking of that do you have anything else to say on tom brady no i I think yeah just like this is not it's not impossible that's all i'll say yeah. it's not impossible until he signs somewhere else i'm not going to completely dismiss it and it's a fun topic to talk about it's the off like, season come on yeah because like, what else are we going to talk about like if we the gonna, vikings ran yeah. it back yeah were we going to ignore the rumor about tom brady the, no we're not we're not gonna no ignore it. we gotta talk about it. everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But, like I had mentioned, the more likely scenario is that... They won 13 games with this nucleus. Ownership mm-hmm. doesn't want to tank, and they don't want to waste another year of Justin Jefferson's prime. So let's say the Vikings, well, we don't have to say it. The Vikings are obviously going to want to compete in 2023. Yeah. 
Who do you want back on this roster to make that happen? Uh, hmm. Not a lot of people on the defensive side, I can tell you that. Because um, it didn't make a difference last year at all. So, like, it's not like bringing back Patrick Peterson or Eric Kendricks or Jordan Hicks is going to keep them, you know, in contention. I would say uh, I would keep Dalvin Cook. Um, I know he, you know, unless you're getting an insane trade which is probably like a third round pick or higher because you're not going to get that for Dalvin Cook. I've seen some like mock trades, whatever people have had, like their mock drafts and, and Dalvin Cook's going for like a third round pick. And I'm like, no one, no one is is giving you that. Um, so um, I, I would like to see Dalvin Cook back. Justin Jefferson, obviously, TJ Hawkinson. Um, I mean, if you can't get rid of Kirk, bring Kirk back. I don't care if Thielen comes back or not. I don't think he makes that much of a difference. I would like to see KJ Osborne get more opportunities. Um, yeah, I would bring Daniel Hunter back though too. He 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 played well. Daniel Hunter was the one guy I had written on my sheet because for every guy that you let go, you have to replace them. And some guys are easier than others. Like you know, you mentioned Eric Kendricks. You just find a faster guy. You might even have one on the roster. And Brian Asamoah. Right. Daniel Hunter is just a different talent, and I know he's going to be i think he's going to be 29 the next year i think 28 29 around there yeah. but and, and i know that's the age where edge rushers traditionally kind of drop off and hunters had two major injuries which also gives you concern but he's also a player that could have two or three maybe even four years left maybe he's a rotational edge rusher by the end of his career you hang on to him until he's 31 32 and you see what happens and, and a lot of people are just kind of dismissing it like, well, Daniel Hunter's gone. Like, there's there's no way they could do that. He was top 10 in pressures and sacks last year, and he didn't even know what he was doing. <laughs> like, think yeah. about that. It, yeah. It's just like, you know, Ed Donatello's like, I want you to be a stand-up rusher. Well, I don't coverage. really know how to do it. Oh, okay, like, let's just do it. And then he still somehow found a way to get mm-hmm. to the quarterback. If you get a defensive coordinator that knows what he's doing and knows how to adapt to his talents – and also turn around and find a way to get the most out of Daniel Hunter. He is an impact player on your defense. Like you, that's what the Vikings have to do. They just have to identify who are the impact players. And I think you know we kind of learned a couple of years ago that if you go into the free agency and you start bargain hunting and you just plug and yeah. play starters, whatever, the result's not going to be what you want it to be because you're still going to have a bad defense. And I know the bar is low. The bar doesn't need to be. Mike Zimmer, number one defense and rushing and passing like it was in 2017. The bar just needs to be, can you get to 20th even? Yeah. Like (laughs) if you get to 20th, you got a fighting chance because you have a top 10 offense, especially if you had Tom Brady. Um, (laughs) You know, I I mean, that's just kind of how I see things right now. Yeah, I would like to Neil Hunter. He just got uh, actually added to the NFC Pro Bowl roster so he and he didn't he, know what he was doing <laughs> right right he, he he got that um i think that smith actually finished first still at, in, in pressures uh this season he didn't get, he didn't get a sack for like the last few games but um he was still pressuring the quarterback pretty good um but daniel hunter i i don't know why people are like he's gone or whatever because i'm pretty sure his contract's pretty hard to move um so they either have to extend him trade him or or figure or just leave him, I guess. Um, but he's you can't just cut him because you'll be handed a whole bunch of dead money, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, you keep him. Like, do you bring back Delvin Tomlinson or do you just try and draft someone or like who, like have Tonga? Is that that's the other guy, right? In the middle there, Tonga? 
Yeah, Kyrus Tonga. Yeah, bring him back. He played pretty well. I feel um, like the Vikings problem in the middle. And like Dalvin Tomlinson did a better job at this last year, but they need like a badass shit wrecker in the middle Gilbert of that Brown. defensive line. Like Gilbert Brown, Jordan mm-hmm. Davis. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I remember Gilbert Brown. I had Matt a friend Williams. in college. She would always talk about like the Gilbert Burger when she got he had drunk. A, he had a he wore He's a like, visor. Like the Gilbert Burger. Um, it's, it's so funny. But, he wore a visor. He was like one of the first people to ever wear like a visor. Now everyone does. He's like yeah. this big, big giant no, guy I, with this tiny helmet and a visor. <laughs> right. I, I'm looking. So I, actually, I'm looking at uh, Daniel Hunter's contract right now. So he's got a 13.1 million dollar cap hit. Uh, in 2023, his age 29 season. That's pretty. The Vikings good for were him. to cut him, they would lose. Yeah, they would eat a 5.7 million dollar penalty. Um, if they trade him, they would also eat yeah. eight. So they wouldn't save any money at all. They yeah. would just be getting draft picks. Uh, post June 1st, they would save five million dollars in cap space. So <laughs> there's that. But it, it doesn't. Basically, it pays them more just to work out some kind of like restructure or an extension. Cause he's got 11.24 million uh, in void money for 2024 and 2025. God, I hate this team. Um, <laughs> but I like, this might be the way to outsmart the Wolves, honestly, because if the Wolves are going like 13 wins, bring it back. Yay. No, Adam yeah. Thielen's not cooked or whatever. <laughs> you bring everybody yeah. back. Yeah. You, see what happens. And like I said, you, you're either smack dab in the middle for another 13 win season and a first round playoff loss, or you just completely fall off the age cliff, go four and whatever, I would, which is exactly. That, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I would put a lot of money that they're not going to win 13 games next year. Like, no, that is, they've done that three times in their history. And we will not disagree that they were very lucky to do it last year. A lot of those games, they probably shouldn't have won, but they did. Um, but yeah, they're going to, they're not, they're they're not winning 13 games next year. I'm like I would put I don't I don't even have any life savings, but I would put it on the the Vikings not winning 13 games because it's just I just don't think it, it just it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, I just, you know, I think what the Vikings need to decide to do is what what do they want to do here? Do they want to just I mean, I'm it sounds like the Wolves are just content to first round of the playoffs. Okay, see ya. You know, kind of like maybe, it was this maybe, year. Maybe O'Connell and Coise because they're they're on shorter contracts. I think they only have like three years left on their deals now, right? Um, which I wouldn't be surprised if they got extended now because of the first season. Um, but maybe they maybe they made a deal with ownership, like, hey, fine, we'll bring people back, we'll see how it goes, and then you know, the following year, it's our turn to make the decision, and whether we do well or we don't or whatever, we're gonna do what we want. So maybe that happened, but who knows? Because Vikings ownership, you know, we've seen in the past them them get involved in things then we've seen them not be involved and then everything just blows up anyway so um yeah we'll see i'm, I'm curious to see what happens because i just, they need to make changes because they're just tre- it feels like they're treading water with almost everything they've done the last I don't know, even going back to the zimmer years like just they're just treading water they don't want to be terrible but they're not good enough to be great so they're mm-hmm. in the middle and then they get what you pick 20th you pick 18th like what is what is that What's that doing? Nothing. You're doing nothing. You're just treading water and you don't because you don't want to be terrible. You don't want to be an embarrassment and look at a team like I I think you're going to mention them. But like the Eagles, they won the Super Bowl. Then they got bad because they realized they weren't going to be able to do it again. They loaded up. And guess what? 
they're back in the Super Bowl. So like I think I think Quasey and Kevin O'Connell should point to the Eagles and bring it to the bring it to ownership and be like, look, it's not that terrible. You don't even have to be like bad that long. Just like one year. And then you can reload everybody, get young players to help you out, and you're good to go. So I don't know. I'm I'm a little worried because until we see change actually happen, I'm I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna like be optimistic about it because we just haven't really seen it in the recent future, I guess. Yeah, Matthew Collar calls it the natural tank where you just keep all these players, you do nothing to get better, and the players fall off the age cliff and you get a high draft pick. Um, you mentioned it, the Eagles. They won the Super Bowl in 2017. Yay, Super Bowl, right? Except for where they win it. For probably score. Oh, right here, right here <laughs> in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm not actually technically in yeah, yeah, Minneapolis, yeah. but uh, yes, they they beat Tom Brady in that Super Bowl. He was so happy to play yeah, in. Yeah. Um, they went nine and seven for two straight seasons. After that, they made the playoffs. Never really a threat, partially because Carson Wentz sucks and yeah. Nick Foles is Nick Foles. Uh, except for the 2017 NFC Championship game where he was <laughs> and the Super some, Bowl, he was some good in the Super other otherworldly human being for he was good weeks, in the Super Bowl but, too. Uh, I still don't get it, but um, yeah. So so anyway, the Eagles kind of put the wheels in motion in 2018, and they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, and everybody's like, "What are you doing?" And I have the receipts because. I wrote something saying Carson Wentz is going to line up in Minnesota. And he's like, what would they trade Carson Wentz? They did the whole thing stupid. And went in. and then some Eagles fans went and ate horseshit off the street or something. I wonder if they'll do that again this year. Might be another thing. Um, yeah, they wouldn't surprise me at all. Hmm. Uh, no reports of 49ers fans getting the ki- crap kicked out of them uh, after that loss, by the way. Yeah, I, I, didn't see any. Uh, I think 49ers fans are pretty smart. I don't think they... Uh... Put themselves Outside in situations. Of, can we please stop dressing up the Rocky statue, by the way? Like it's yeah, it doesn't never, it's, that never works out. Like people just start doing it and then they just go get crushed by the Eagles. It's like you might want to stop. Did you see though? Did you see the video of uh the Joey Bosa getting heckled by uh Eagles fans yesterday? He was because he was there to support his brother. Um he was wearing like Niner stuff and they're like, we're Oh, you're not playing? Oh, what happened to your team? Oh, what happened? Did you throw your helmet down? I'm just like, <laughs> and Joey, Joey came back up to him and was like, oh, like he was acting like he was going to fight him. I'm like, you, you're terrible. Get out. Yeah, of, of all people that would probably get into a fight at an Eagles game, Joey Boats is probably For at the top sure. of my list. For sure. Well, you want to talk to me, bro? You you come at me with that energy, did bro? You, did you hear what he said about the refs? How like they were probably in the locker oh, room yeah. like, laughing about him. Like, oh, we got him. Like, no, they're not. Like, <laughs> They're not Probably out like to get what a you. baby. Yeah, they're not <laughs> out to get you. You threw your helmet on the ground. Like him. What and, are they uh, going to do? Another cross board reference, but him and Carl Anthony Towns, I think, would get along uh, <sighs> just fine. I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they have um, some different thinking on the. Oh yeah, they're, they're, yeah, you're, you're right, actually. <laughs> but so they take Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, that is, and the next three seasons are all about accumulating picks and talent. Yeah. They go 4 11 and 1 in 2020. Whoops. They go 9 and 8 in 2021 after drafting Devontae Smith and firing their head coach. I'm not saying fire Kevin O'Connell. I'm just saying this is what happened here. This year, they go 14 and 3. They make the Super Bowl. They also stockpiled picks so they could make trades and found a rookie quarterback, by the way, which didn't make a lot so they could go and get A.J. Brown and several other defenders to just turn their roster into a powerhouse. So, yeah. Uh, not exactly, you know, the fear, like everybody just fears that 
Oh, we lost. We lost 13 games one year and now we're the Jets. Now we're going to be bad forever. They are bad forever because they keep hiring idiots to run their team. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why people laughed yeah. when Dan Campbell was hired by the Lions. And right now, yeah. the Lions look like the best team in the NFC North. Yes, I said it. But <laughs> I think Kweisi's a functional general manager. And I think yeah. he could pull something like this off. Yeah. And I'd rather yeah. see some. Well, well, and that's the thing, too. I was listening to Purple Insider. And Matthew Collar brought up the Rams and he said, yeah, they burned all their draft picks before that they drafted a couple of cornerstones and then they added to it. Yeah. And the Vikings right now, their cornerstones are what? Justin Jefferson, Christian Dersaw, and I don't know, Brian O'Neill, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they got, they, what? Got, they have some pieces, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And they don't have a lot of draft capital this year. Um, it's just, it's a big question. You know, what do you, what do you want to do? And I don't, I don't think they're going to tear it down. I don't think they will. I'll be, I would be extremely surprised. I know they have a lot of cap space to clear because uh, the cap just came out today or whatever that what it's going to be. And the Vikings are still projected to be like 24 million over uh, <laughs> the cap. So they definitely have to do a little bit of uh, contract shaving. Um, so, yeah, I'm I don't know. I really have no idea what they're going to do. This is one of the off, off seasons where I just like I have no idea what they're going to do. I know what they need to do, what like positions they need to improve and everything. But like, I just have no idea how they're going to go about that. Probably be, because I don't know, like last year, I felt like Kweisi Adolfo Mensa wasn't really maybe allowed to do some of the things he wanted to do. Like kind of put on the back burner, like, hey, let's let's see. Let's just see how this goes. And then maybe this year he'll be they'll, they'll let him. Let the reins lo- let loose. Yeah, let's let's let you hired him. Let him let him see what he can do. Let let him make sure that the Bears don't run the North, like you know their their GM said they're going to do this year. Well, the rest of the playoffs, uh, I couldn't help but notice offensive genius Kyle Shanahan couldn't figure it out with uh well fourth string quarterback. Well, <laughs> I mean he's so smart. I mean you he could just take a community yeah. college quarterback and run his offense, right? There, there aren't a lot of people who could figure it out with a fourth string quarterback in the middle of the NFC championship and then have to play Christian McCaffrey at quarterback too. So if you were so smart, you would have just busted out the wing T <laughs> offense. I, w- I wouldn't harp on him too much for this game. There are other reasons I would harp on him as far as flat putting Brock that. Purdy back out there when apparently he had the whole thing torn, like in his right. elbow. Um, I know you, that they probably didn't know that at the time. Um, but it didn't look like he could do much. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's, it's not like that franchise has the best history with, with injuries either. And I think that has something to do with the person up top usually as well. Um, but not surprised Kyle Shanahan didn't make, uh, make it to the Super Bowl. Seems to always come up short when, uh, things matter the most. And even when he's in the Super Bowl, uh, he comes mm-hmm. up hilariously short. <laughs> um, Joseph Asai. Yeah, Yikes. I feel terrible. Uh, you know, but you can't I, do that. You can't do that. No, no, no. It, it was the right call. Nobody was screwed there. You know, if anything, if I'm mad, if I'm a Bengals fan, it's putting yourself in that situation where you're yeah. getting put in that situation, like not having a roughing the passer penalty instead of having an intentional grounding penalty or blowing the whistle on third down. Or should I say blowing the whistle on third down? And yeah, that was nobody weird. could hear it. So that we'll just replay it again. At, like at the same time, the Bengals had a chance. Under two minutes, they had a chance to win. Yeah, could have drove the field and won. Like, and Frank Clark came with Bengals the Bengals fans are acting sack. like the refs came on the field, took the ball out of the Bengals' hands, and gave it to Patrick Mahomes to to win the game. That that's not that, that didn't happen. Like I've seen so much stuff about today. Like the refs need to be investigated and everything. I'm like, 
but there were some questionable calls. But there were also this is football. There's also plenty of times for you to make other plays. You cannot blame the game on one single play unless it's like the very end, like a kick getting blocked or something like that, or and a 62 yard field goal. My chance, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, but like, there's so many instances during the year where people are like, "Oh, the refs, the refs, the refs." Um, I mean, look at I, I think I posted it right before we got on or tweeted or whatever. Like, Cam Bynum was literally like tackled by a referee when they played the commanders and there was no uproar. Like we need to investigate these guys. This is rigged. Like he was tackled and nobody said anything, but you know, Patrick Mahomes gets knocked out of bounds when he's already out of bounds. And it's like, Oh, the refs are out to get the Bengals. And it's like, no, you just, you can't do that. Like you gave them no choice. So, and people were thinking Patrick Mahomes was faking yesterday because he was able to do that. And like whoever the losing team just usually like comes up with, 10,000 like, fans are reminding me against yeah, us. They're reminding me of Saints fans. Like whenever Saints fans would lose in like the playoffs, they would immediately turn to the rest. Now, what was it? 2019, 2018 when they played the Rams and there was <laughs> a great, yeah, that, that cross body block. Yeah. That they have a reason fair. to be upset That's with fair. that. That's fair. <laughs> but I believe they also had an opportunity to win that game later on in overtime and they did not. So like there's, there's, so many, but you, it's easy to point at the refs and say, like, they made the mistake. We didn't make the mistake. And, they did it. And I think, you know, it's something that should be remembered in both instances. I think a lot of people are going after Joseph Asai, like, you know, oh, why, why would you hit it? Are you even thinking out there? He probably is thinking. He's probably thinking, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes is yeah. running in the field goal range. I better tackle him. And it, it happens so fast. Like, you and I sitting on our couch, it's like, well, that was dumb. Why would he do that? But in real time, it's like, oh, crap, crap. And, you know, he's probably trying to hold up at that point, but it's too late. By that point, he takes him down and he also hurt his knee on the play, which was yeah, it got like tangled in the bench. Yeah, there. that that was kind of crappy for him. But I mean, ref, same thing. It's like the plays happen fast. Yeah. So well, and like calls what are going to get missed. What if Patrick Mahomes decides not to go out of bounds and he changes direction and Asaya like lets up and then Mahomes gains 20 more yards with his feet like so right like, it's hard too it was like a defender and obviously Mahomes people are like oh it's rigged they want Mahomes to win he's earned that like he's been to five AFC championships and every he's been in the AFC championship every year he started like you earn that like like the Tom like Tom Brady gets those calls uh Aaron Rodgers obviously guys like that you get those calls when you get like because you're a star the league the league wants to protect you Obviously, they want to protect all quarterbacks, but it is what it is. They want to protect the stars more. Um, but at the same time, that that was an easy call. I, I don't understand why people were complaining about it. Like it was, it was easy. And people, I, I saw. I think it was like Emmanuel Acho or whatever. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world um, was like, "You, the refs can't, you know, decide the game with that call." And I'm like, they didn't. The the Bengals did by doing that. Like it wasn't the refs' fault. They're doing their job. They threw the flag because they had to. Now. Should it have been a 15 yard penalty? There's there's your argument. Like, can can you change it? So because was that egregious? I don't think so. Did he did, like put his shoulder into him and knock him out? No, it could have like if there's a way to make that five yards, then I think that would be fair. But 15 yards, I think that's where you have an argument. Like, should it be 15 or five or whatever? Because it was kind of like what they used to do with the face mask. Yeah. So like, yeah, because it was he just pushed him. It wasn't like and, may, you know, Mahomes probably embellished it a little bit. Because, you know, that's what you got to do. Um, but, yeah, I feel I feel bad for the, the Bengals player because he probably thinks it's all his fault. And it's not even close to the truth. And then he had, he had that teammate 
Did you see the yeah, video of that guy? Bouncer, yeah. Shut in the locker room, like, what the hell? Like, oh, why did you do that? And Asai was making plays, like, throughout the game, too. So, like, they wouldn't even have been in that position if not for some of the plays that, that he made. So, I, I feel terrible for that. That's like Blair Walsh kind of stuff, where, like, you just, you're not even mad at him. You just feel terrible for it. Did you know uh, Travis and Jason Kelsey are brothers? Because if you didn't, you're about to find out with this Super Bowl. <laughs> Did you know that Andy Reid coached for the Eagles? No, I didn't. But uh, you're about to yeah. find out that as well. I don't. I it'll be. It it'll the, be. A, uh, it'll be a fun Super Bowl. <laughs> just the lead up is just going to be very, very annoying. Uh, Dallas it's Goddard. Foles Bowl. Dallas Goddard. Right? Uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbit. I think he's the first yeah. one to play in a Super Bowl. I got to double check that. But really, yes, really, yeah. Well, yeah. they've only been D one or FCS. Where in, did uh, Where did Adam Ventari go? Oh, wow. where'd he go? Where do you go to school? Let's South see. Dakota oh, State. Okay. I guess uh, I better. I know he's from there. Into the history book. No, he he did go to South SDSU. So he you're did, right. right. I was right. Yes, yes. So so he would be the first position player. Why did to, I know that? Uh, I have no idea. Playing a Super Bowl. No, that's pretty good. I knew I knew Vinatieri was from South Dakota State too, but I don't know. Maybe Undrafted. Goddard will have to try yeah. and make his uh, make some ground up. But Vinatieri made a couple kicks for uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, Tom Brady. That's right. Yeah. That Tom Brady guy. But yeah. that's enough Tom Brady speculation <laughs> for today. Until next we week. do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. Not talk about Tom Brady, but the Vikings. If you <laughs> miss us, you can catch us on Apple, Spotify the day after. I'm Chris Shad. He's Adam Patrick. We'll see you next time on the Viking Age podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.